You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Today on the podcast, we have Zakia Lalani joining us, and she is one of my Your Conscious Empire students. And she had a super amazing win right at the start of us doing the course together when she had joined last spring for enrollment, and she had booked four clients while the course was still in session. So that was like such a quick, fast (laughs) result and something that was just really awesome and things I just love to see. I feel like when people are doing the work that they are born to do, things kind of just click. So in this episode today, we really talk about how she built a business around her genius and how she built this business where she does Reiki healings and psychic intuitive readings and how she really really got clear on her authentic path and she shares about her spiritual awakening, how she got comfortable owning her gifts, her advice for any listeners out there who have these intuitive gifts but are nervous to express them and share them and would love to turn them into a business but feel kind of still miles away from that. So if you feel like you are really deep into spirituality or, you know, the intuitive gifts, I think this episode will be really expansive for you. Plus, we also talk a ton about really like leaning into the trust of the journey and really honoring what our intuitions are telling us. And we really talk about, you know, what it's like when life throws you curveballs or rock bottoms or the path kind of gets rough and bumpy, like what to do then and how to build up that trust muscle and kind of how to know you're on the right side, how to know you're on the right path, like a sign of things being flowy and kind of easy. And of course, there's always going to be work, but we kind of talk about that as well. We talk about stuff in Zakia's journey that didn't line up and didn't really flow, but in turn, it made way for something that was really supposed to happen. So she talks a lot about that in this episode too, which I think is super helpful for anybody on the business building journey or looking to start that journey, knowing that, you know, when things don't go how you want, or when you have stumbling blocks or, you know, points where you falter or you have a rock bottom or a difficult time, you know, It's all understanding and knowing that it is contributing to where you're supposed to go in life. And I think this message is just really comforting. And, you know, even if you just want to enjoy this message today, I feel like if you are feeling any uncertainty in your life, I feel like this podcast will really help you kind of ground into yourself and kind of come back to who you are. Zakia is so wise and so profound and her words just feel like such pure truth. And I feel like you're going to absolutely love listening to it today. So let me read off Zakia's bio for you. So Zakia is a healer and an intuitive from North Vancouver, British Columbia. From an early age, she could feel how deeply sensitive she was and how strongly she felt called to help others. This led her to become a registered nurse in 2013. As someone who is very passionate about health and well-being, this seemed like the perfect fit for Zakia. The universe, however, had different plans. In 2015, Zakia was in a car accident that changed the trajectory of her life forever. Though the accident, fortunately, wasn't life-threatening, it did require her to take a step back from nursing and do a long, hard look at the way she was living her life. During this time, Zakia had what only can be described as a spiritual awakening. She hit rock bottom, had to rebuild in a lot of different ways, and decided to live a life in a way that made her feel good. This ultimately led Zakia to do her Reiki training and embrace the natural intuitive abilities that she had dismissed for most of her life. 2020 was a year of massive growth, release, and transformation for her. 
she decided to invest in herself and listen to what her heart was asking for her to do, instead of doing what the world expected of her. Zakia now works with clients to support their physical, emotional, and energetic well-being through a combination of Reiki healing, intuitive coaching, spiritual guidance, and her knowledge of the human body and all its beautiful complexities. Her greatest desire is to help women reconnect with their authentic selves and empower them to live intuitively from a place of alignment, ease, and self-love. And lastly, because she is a Your Conscious Empire student, I do want to let you know that the doors for Your Conscious Empire close tomorrow. So if you are considering joining us for this round, uh, the deadline is tomorrow for the cutoff to join. So I hope you're inspired by this episode. I hope you enjoy it. And let's dive in. Yay! Well, welcome to the show, Zakia. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm very excited to be here. So we're going to begin with some rapid fire. Are you game for a little couple rapid fire Q&A? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Cool. What is your human design? I am a projector. And for oh. those who know a little more about human design, I'm a 5-1 emotional projector. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's a very magical profile. <laughs> it is, you know, I've, I've really come around to it at first. I was like, oh man, I'm a projector, <laughs> but it's taught me so much about my, you know, different energy flows and flows and emotions and how to really work with all that and how it can support me. So I love it. Yeah, for sure. I also have a five in my profile. Um, oh. So we're, we're twinning on the fives. Cool. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Are you a coffee person or a tea person? Oh, this is such a hard one because I love coffee, but my body can only handle it like once or twice a week. So I'm going to say tea because nice. I grew up drinking it. I drink it like herbal tea so much. So nice. yeah, tea. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of tea? I think lemon ginger. Ooh. I've really been loving that. Yeah. With this winter, I just feel like it's so warming and grounding and energizing. Nice. So yeah, that's my favorite right now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And what Oracle card did you pull this morning and what does it say? Yeah. So I pulled an Oracle card from the Spirit Animal Oracle deck. It's Ooh. a beautiful one. Yeah. By Colette Baron reed and so I pulled this, yeah, for the collective, anyone who is listening to this episode right now, um, Fox spirit came through Ooh. Fox spirit is really all about kind of thinking on your feet and just, you know, what you can co-create with trusting your cleverness. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Trusting your cleverness and thinking quick on your feet. I feel like that's like a, I feel like that resonates with the show too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what are your astrology signs? Okay. So my chart is basically all air. I am a Libra sun, Gemini moon Uh and Libra rising. Oh, interesting. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like an airy projector, like five one emotional. That's so awesome. Um, Exactly. Yeah. You like really are magical. Like I feel like that's really, and I feel like I definitely can can definitely see the air, the air vibes. Um, I wait, did you say you were Libra rising as well? Yeah, okay. literally every single sign is air. <laughs> yeah, because I have Libra rising as well, so we are twinning on that oh, one. Oh, cool! Um, but that's Amazing. so neat. It's I feel like it's always really interesting when people's profiles are like, or people's main three have sort of like a, a trend or like a theme. I'm always really fascinated by that. 
Yeah, I was really fascinated when I found out too. I kind of assumed that um, I would have, you know, a lot of like earthy energy because I feel like I do give off that vibe, but Mm -hmm. I can't, it can make sense the more I looked into it. I was like, yeah, this feels like me. Mm -hmm. Totally. Are you a digital calendar person or a pen and paper calendar person? I would say as much as I love writing with a pen and paper for calendars, I think digital, you know, it's just, you can access it as long as you've got your phone. So it's the most convenient. Yeah, totally. And do you have a favorite quote? I have so many, but right now I would say my favorite one is quiet the mind and the soul will speak. Ooh. Oh my gosh. That is (laughs) so good. Yeah. It's good. Right. I feel like it's very perfect for right now. Everything that we're all going through. Yeah, totally. I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like that's like a theme. I think like even in my life right now, it's like, okay, telling the mind to like shut up and like really connect to like intuition, like higher self, like inner voice, like inner truth, like soul. And like, what does that have to say versus like, what do other people say or what's, what are other people like doing or how are other people building their business or what are they doing with their life or other people's timelines. And it's like, focus on yourself. Like you're doing your own thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that's totally part of the the new paradigm that I mentioned that we're, we're really stepping into is like, you can for sure get inspiration from others and, you know, connect with like-minded souls. But I think it's the most important to connect with yourself first and yeah, listen to what your soul tells you. Cause it's all a part of how your intuition will guide you. Right. Yeah, totally. Actually, how do you like to tap into your soul? How do you find that most accessible? Is it like through meditation? Is it through journaling? I think, yeah, meditation, definitely. Um, That was kind of my gateway into my whole journey. Um, It's when I got really still and quiet for the first time probably in my life. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I'm just, I feel this connection to myself that I've never experienced before. So that's definitely a daily, um, daily thing for me, meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess like when you meditate, do you feel like answers come to you in those med- meditation sessions? Yeah. You know, when I'm doing the actual meditations, I just feel this very deep sense of peace and clarity. And mm-hmm. often I will get kind of messages or downloads coming through during, um, but often it is after as well. When I'm, I like to free write and journal right after I meditate and a lot comes through there too. It's pretty special. Yeah, for sure. I like to ask this question because I feel like it's interesting to know people's processes so that like I feel like it's just more easy to connect with it. Cause like I, when you say that, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's like true for me. Like, I feel like my, I get like thoughts or clarity after being still. Uh And it's just like, good. I feel like it's just good and expansive to hear that as to like, yeah, how (laughs) exactly. It's just like confirmation, right. Of something that you probably already know, but to hear someone else say it. Yeah. It's super helpful. I find that too. Totally. Totally. So I'd love to chat about you and the work you do and all of your Mm -hmm. magical projector vibes (laughs) and how you got into this. Um, so, so you work as a healer and as an intuitive doing Reiki healings, you do psychic intuitive readings, and you really focus on mind, body, and soul nourishment. So can you share more about Mm -hmm. how you got into this? Yes, definitely. So it has been an amazing journey that uh, it was difficult at times for sure. But when I look back, it did kind of unfold all very naturally for me. 
So the short answer is that I have been very interested in health and well-being and helping others for most of my life. Um, so first, my first experience with that was working as a registered nurse. And from there, all of my life experiences uh, just kind of guided me to where I am today. And they all helped me discover what felt most resonant and connected in my heart. You know, um, I can get more into it for sure. There is a few there are a few um, experiences in particular that kind of brought me to a rock bottom. And, you know, I had to rebuild. But all of that all of my life experiences and my journey is, yeah, it's been a beautiful part of getting me to doing what I do today. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's always like the journey leads to the destination. And it's like the journey is always like windy or like ups and downs. Yeah. And it's like, not uh -huh. like one day I just woke up and I started doing this. It's just like, it's always exactly. really convoluted. Um, were yes. there any like key turning moments or key turning points or like moments where you're like, I'm not on the right path or like I'm having this crazy rock bottom or like intuitive pings or downloads or like anything like that, that sort of almost like knocked you onto your authentic path. Yes, definitely. So, um, when I was, uh, working as a nurse in the hospital, so this was back in 2015, I was in a car accident. So, um, I'll just paint you a little picture here. Basically I was at this time, living on my own, you know, working full-time as a nurse, doing like all the adulting things, you know, like yeah. on paper, everything looked great. I was figuring things out. Um, and then I got into a car accident one day, totally out of nowhere. And again, looking back, it literally knocked me kind of off one path and onto another. Um, it was a, a slow process to unfold, but Basically, for about a year and a half after that car accident, I struggled with a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, you know, tried to make nursing work, couldn't do it full time for sure. Um, and then I ended up moving back home, I think when I was about 27. And so that was kind of my rock bottom moment where it felt like I had lost absolutely everything, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't have my apartment. I couldn't work. I had to take about almost a year off to go on long-term disability and just um, really heal. But that was kind of my awakening. You know, again, looking back, it's so clear to me now that I would have continued down the path of nursing because it's what I chose. And it's something I went into because I wanted, wanted to help people, you know, and support their health. But the universe had different plans in store for me. So that whole experience really just taught me to be still, like we were discussing earlier. And that in itself just brought about so many opportunities for me to connect to myself, you know, start mm -hmm. meditating, journaling, and just having more time to be aware of how I was feeling, which I feel like a lot of us don't have that time in our everyday lives because we're so go, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely the car accident was a pivotal point. Yeah, for sure. And thank you so much for sharing that and yeah, being open with your journey. Um, cause I feel like so many folks can, you know, resonate with maybe it's not as serious as a car accident, but like those moments where you're yeah. like, you have that like wake up call. Um, yeah. and like things, it's like that moment where you're like, holy moly, like I need a shift or like things need to change. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, when you kind of, were there any moments when you kind of were starting to really like lean into your gifts more or like notice your, you know, your intuitive gifts really popping up or at that sort of same time, because you were kind of calling it like your spiritual awakening, you know, after your car accident, did it feel like your gifts were kind of coming on board more or anything like that? A little bit. Yeah. Again, it's more in hindsight that I can see it now. Um, at the time I just, I did feel my intuition pop up very strongly. Um, Mm. so this is when I decided to move back home. Mm. Um, I remember very distinctly, I was at my mom's place for the holidays and I just felt like so depleted. Like I was exhausted. My body ached. I was stressed and sick and I was just like weary down to my bones. Mm. And yeah, at that moment, that was when I kind of felt my intuition, I think like consciously for the first time where it was like, you need to move back home you know Mm -hmm. you need to take a break and so that was kind of the first experience that I can really remember consciously experiencing something like that and yeah from then on like when I moved back home and I was off work um that was the time when I started my food blog and I was totally getting all of these intuitive hits and kind of pings and you know just guidance to tap into my creative side and spend time doing so many different um, types of healing. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 2017 was a period of deep, deep healing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you mentioned you were talking about your food blog, which you had, I feel like you had that for years, hey? I did. Yeah. I think a couple years at least. Yeah. Zakia's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I remember Zakia's Kitchen. Um, yeah. How did you end up pivoting over to Reiki and intuitive readings from that? Very good question. Um, and ju- I just want to say also, I think that's how I found you, Kelly, was when I was like, you know, in the food blogger world. Yeah. And I, you were doing a little bit of, like, you had your ebook. So that's how I found you. <laughs> oh, well, it's like our. 1.0 versions and now we're like in our 2.0 yeah. versions together <laughs> totally yeah so it was really fun to be um, a food blogger and I was like 100% convinced that I was going to be a holistic nutritionist um, mm-hmm. at that time because I was you know like you know okay nursing is not working out for me um, but for nutrition the timing and the finances just never seemed to really work out either mm-hmm. but I kept blogging and stuff and I was still enjoying it um but after a while, I kind of felt like I was floundering a bit. And then I think this was in 2019, I was really just feeling kind of trapped by my life. You know, I wasn't able to take time um, away from work to do like a full year of schooling, like holistic nutrition. But I just knew that I was craving something more from my life. Um, and so I at that time was working with a spiritual mentor. You might know her, Chloe Algar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's a, she was a fellow Vancouver mm-hmm, peep as well. Mm-hmm. And so she suggested Reiki to me. And at that point it was like, she like threw me a life preserver almost. It mm-hmm. felt very aligned, you know, and throughout my life, I had actually pictured myself, um, helping people heal through my hands. Mm-hmm. Even when I was working in the hospital with my adult patients or um, in the neonatal ICU with the premature babies, I just always felt something about, okay, I, I need to be or I want to be healing through my hands, but mm-hmm. I never really considered it seriously um, until Chloe mentioned it a few years later. Um, 
And yeah, just at that time in my life, I had struggled with a few health issues myself that I had realized had an energetic and an emotional root. So Mm -hmm. that really opened my eyes, you know, to Mm -hmm. that type of healing. And yeah, it kind of all just beautifully snowballed from there. Um, I did my Reiki level one in 2019, and then I did my level two training um, in 2020. And I just had um, these amazing experiences where I realized that I have these intuitive abilities and, you know, I was able to receive information using my psychic senses and to offer people guidance and support using all that in my intuition. Mm. And so that, yeah, that kind of is a short version of how I pivoted away kind of from the food blogging. Yeah. You mentioned two really fascinating points to me. Um, one of them being you always having that sort of download that you were using your hands to heal, even when you're doing Mm -hmm. stuff like in your nursing career, which I thought was so fascinating because it's, it's so directly translates into what you're doing now. Um, and such a key part of like your gifts. And I feel like you really doing your genius in the work you were born to do. And also the other thing that was really fascinating uh, that you mentioned is like, you had always kind of had like that holistic health coaching on the, on your mind, but like time wise and like tuition wise, it sort of never felt like the right thing to do. And I feel like, mm-hmm. and then sort of Reiki kind of came out of the blue with working with like Chloe and it just sort of felt like the right path. And I thought that was such an interesting piece of like, sometimes I feel like we have our minds set on a certain thing or path or destination, but like it never clicks or like never really yeah. tees up. And it's yeah. always a reminder, like something better is coming for you. Like hang tight yeah. and like trusting in the moment. And I just thought that was a really interesting piece of your story, um, of how that played out. Cause I feel like, I feel like that's just relevant in my life when I like wanted something or I was trying to get something or I was pining for something. And then it never really panned out. And then I was like, thank gosh, yeah. it never panned out because something right. better was arriving. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yep, exactly. And that is um, a lesson that I have had to learn over and over again. And I really feel now that I trust that and I trust the timing of things and my journey so much more just after having those experiences. So you're absolutely right. It's if something doesn't work out or, you know, if you launch something, for example, and you know, it's not really doesn't really land with people like I I no longer look at that as failure or, you know, Mm -hmm. not getting what you want. It's you're being given the opportunity to receive something even better, like Mm -hmm. you said. And Mm -hmm. there's always divine timing is always present in our journey is what I believe. So that's something, yeah, I find really helpful to hold on to and kind of just keep in mind. Totally. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from Gabby Bernstein is, um, like seeing rejection as protection and mm. just that concept I feel like is so helpful in the moment when things feel difficult or like rocky or bumpy or unclear. And it's just sort of remembering and sort of that, that's leading into that trust muscle of <laughs> knowing that something better is yeah. going to be around the corner for sure. Exactly. It truly is a muscle that you have to build, Yeah, <laughs> but it's a really great feeling when it gets stronger, right? You're just yeah. like, okay you know, just pivot or try something else. It's, that's the beauty of doing this work is you have the choice to, you know, choose differently or try something else new or just tap into your creativity in a different way. 
For sure. For sure. So how did you recognize that, you know, doing like Reiki and intuitive readings and tapping into these gifts was like more in alignment with your genius? Like what were the clues to figuring that out or like moments where you kind of had that sort of the awakening of like, oh, like this is what I should be doing. Like I'm on the right path. Yeah, that is a very good question. I think and just going back to, I've always known that I want to help people. Um, mm -hmm. And I kind of spent those few years going into um, quite a deep process of delayering and again, through working with a spiritual mentor and doing um, all of my Reiki training really helped me to be more open to my gifts and abilities, you know, mm -hmm. because growing up, you're not really told that doing this kind of work is an option, at least not yeah. for our generation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it did take some time for sure for me to be able to truly say and feel that, okay, yes, these are my strengths and this is how I want to help people. And yeah, yeah. Just my mentor, Chloe, she's been beyond amazing and she's helped me see that so much is possible in this life and that my deep sensitivity was actually a strength, not a weakness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And how did you get comfortable, like owning your abilities and sort of to a point where you can like, you know, have a business around them and like talk about them and like go on a podcast and share about it, <laughs> especially for like the listeners that are still feeling like, you know, hiding away or uncertain or like unsure, like yeah. they know those gifts are there, but are very like nervous to express them and talk about them, let alone like turn of them course. into a business. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I totally get that. I have been there. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is just really just trust how you're feeling. You know, you don't have to push yourself so far out of your comfort zone that you, you know, give yourself a panic attack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but one thing that I want to share is that we as a collective are reaching like such high levels of consciousness where again doing this kind of work is no longer seen as you know abnormal or like rare to mm -hmm. have a spiritual business or to do things like channel or you know connect to your spirit guide or talk about chakra mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think 2020 in particular really awakened a lot of people mm -hmm. so for me it just felt very natural to mm -hmm. own my intuitive abilities um, with that being said, though, I did go through, yeah, a few years of kind of really figuring out, you know, what felt aligned. And a big piece of that was me being connected to myself and my intuition, right? So mm -hmm. I think once you do that, you'll know what feels resonant to you. And it's, that really helps in um, being able to express yourself in that way. Um. And just a couple other things that I did um, besides working with a spiritual mentor was I did Brie Melanson's course, Psychic Boot Camp. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. You've had her on the podcast, I think. Uh huh. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, she's awesome. So that course was really amazing and it connected me with a lot of like minded spiritual souls, gotcha. um, which helped me, yeah, be more open and confident with my abilities as well. So that's that would probably be the other thing that I would say is just really connect to people that uh, are like-minded, you know, call in your soul family and yeah, do courses, help support yourself as best as you can basically to feel like you're connected to other people that are interested in the same things that you're doing. And that really helps you feel less alone or, you know, weird, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think times are changing. So 
people yeah. are a lot more open <laughs> to things that they weren't even five years ago. Totally. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like people are so much more open now. And I loved your tip mm-hmm. about like calling in your soul family and finding friends and folks that understand it and get it because it is so much easier to lean into those gifts and like talk about your shared interests. Um, you know, even yeah. I think like, I think of like my good friends now, I feel like they're all very different than like my old business school friends, you know, where our uh-huh. key point was like business, like, you know, internships, like where are you working versus like, yeah. like what's your human design? Like what, what channel messages do you have for me? Like what pings and downloads are you getting from me? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like what's, what, what can you see with your third eye? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, exactly. it's, it's so much, it's so much easier to like own those gifts and hone it. You're so right. When you have folks around you who are like leaning into that too. And it's like, normal and it's it's um just like accepted yeah I feel like yeah yeah what was it yeah, Gabby Bernstein again who I'm referencing she calls it in one of her mm-hmm. books like your spiritual running buddies like oh, I <laughs> which I that. think is really cute like your spiritual <laughs> friends who will like kind of like go running with you um not like yeah. you're actually going running but I thought that's yeah. such, a, such a cute little metaphor it is yeah I think it's so important to have the balance right yeah like your spiritual friends who you can just talk about all of this stuff with, um, with ease and, you know, you don't have to explain yourself and then you can have your, I like to call them your earth friends, you know, like they might be your your friends from high school or whatnot. And they, you know, you can just have like so much fun with them. And there's that sense of ease with them too, because they, they've known you for a long time probably. So yeah, there's so many beautiful types of friends and it's good to have people around you that make you feel loved and supported. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Lots of different mm-hmm. friends in different buckets and earth friends, spiritual friends, and kind of giving you those different like touch points. I think that's, I think that's like a great way to describe yeah, it and talk about it. For sure. Mm-hmm. So in one of your Instagram posts, you shared this and you said, I didn't always feel as aligned and as, as at peace as I do now. I went through many years of feeling lost, trying to be somebody I wasn't and going through the motions of life. I felt like I didn't really have a path or a purpose. Can you share more about how you came back home to yourself, especially for like the listener who's listening and doesn't feel like they have like a path or a purpose? Mm-hmm, for sure. I think that it had a lot to do with recognizing when I was living from my ego versus living from my heart and soul. Mm. You know, in, in our society, I feel like there is a lot of emphasis and importance placed on how much we can do, what we can achieve, what we look like, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's all the ego. Um, and so for me, after I was basically brought to my knees with my car accident Mm -hmm. and I hit that rock bottom, I realized that I wanted to rebuild and rise up in a different way. And having that really deep connection to myself is what helped me see that it was okay to not adhere to someone else's definition of success or happiness. So Mm -hmm. I think that just coming back to the point that I think I brought up a couple of times now is just really developing that relationship to yourself, you know, understanding what your authentic self is like, what you enjoy doing, you know, what lights you up, what drains you, all of those kind of things. Um, Building that foundation, I feel like is the first most important step in coming back home to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was there anything else that you did kind of like asides from meditation and journaling to help you figure out those things, like what you really were enjoying and like who you really were? Because I feel like in a phase of burnout sometimes it's really hard to 
know that or like get kind of really disconnected from it even though it's like part of you knows all along that you've loved certain activities but when it's when you're in those moments of like true tiredness it can feel like you're miles away from that absolutely yes and I completely get that too burnout can really um shift your your reality right it's hard to connect to things that bring you pleasure and joy mm-hmm. um so it's it might sound like a cliche but self-care is also really important mm-hmm. um and not just to make sure that you're you know feeling good and you're healthy but it's really when you're practicing self-care it's you're infusing yourself with so much love and you're sending that message to your body you know like i love you I care about you. I want you to thrive. And I feel like that really helps you kind of shift your energy. Uh, one of my favorite things to talk about. And it it just opens so many doors and helps you become more aware, I feel like, mm-hmm. than of what brings you joy. You know, when you're just taking care of yourself, um, even if it's simple things like getting an extra half an hour of sleep or, you know, running yourself an Epsom salt bath, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, that's such a great tip. Mm-hmm. And can you talk more about how you sort of made the shift from following like a traditional path to really living a more soul aligned life? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. One of my favorite questions. Um, I think for me, again, it was, it was a process for sure. Kind of the, the delayering and deconditioning. And the more I did that work, um, the more I became connected to my intuition, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. you know, such a wise, beautiful thing that we all have access to. And as much as it can seem a little daunting or scary to trust it so much, it will truly never lead you astray. So yeah. Yeah, my intuition, it showed me the kind of life that I wanted to create for myself, uh, the work that I wanted to do, and just how I I envisioned structuring all of that, you know, like my how I wanted my days to go. Mm, So mm -hmm. a big part. Sorry, my AirPod just disconnected there. Oh, all good. Um, Okay. Uh, A big part for me is just I was holding that vision of what I wanted my life to look like for some time, you know. So I followed the guidance I was getting to invest in things like my Reiki training, uh, psychic boot camp, working with a mentor, uh, investing in your conscious empire, And all of this just built the foundation for the life that I wanted uh, at a pace that felt good to me. You know, it didn't feel like I was pushing myself or um, pulling myself again too quickly out of my comfort zone. Mm. And doing it that way just really helped everything unfold and grow quite naturally in Mm -hmm. there. Uh, don't get me wrong. It was not a walk in the park. There <laughs> yeah. were definitely some difficult experiences and, you know, dark nights of the soul, but overall it's just been really special to, um, develop that relationship with my intuition and learn to trust it, to guide me more and more each day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like that's such a great tip, like really following that higher vision that you have for yourself. And even, you know, the, the mm-hmm. thing you had shared about like what what does your like ideal day look like? You know, really leaning yeah. into those visions and visuals and like the things that you've kind of always wanted for your life and sort of like listening to that and like trusting that and allowing yourself to be led by that and yeah. like following your intuition. That's so powerful and so, so true. And you're totally right. Like intuition never leads you wrong. It, yeah. 
it's sometimes very hard to trust it in the moment when it feels very scary, but you're totally right. Exactly. Like it never, it never takes you to places where you're not supposed to go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I had an experience with that last year. Basically that was when I fully left my nursing career and I just kept getting the intuitive hit. Like, it's like, you know, this chapter's closed and I was like clinging on to it. Yeah. I was like, you know, I need to, I need to hang on to my casual part-time job just until I build my own business. But it got to the point where it, it wasn't an option. You know, I just felt it so deeply and strongly in my body Mm. and yeah, it was just time. Yeah. I definitely resonate with that feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to pivot a little bit and talk kind of about how you show up really as your true self online. Cause I feel like you're so Mm. good at doing this. Um, and you know, it's like when we're starting building a business or we're just, you know, getting going in the early days, I know this is definitely the case for me. Like, you know, it can feel really tempting to want to mimic others or do things like others. But I feel like when I look at your stuff, it's so like authentically you and you're so grounded in like the core truth of who you are. And it's like, when I look at your Instagram, it's like, oh, this is like Zakia. This is like her soul. This is like her essence. So it's like, uh, how did you get to that point where you can just sort of like project that authentic version of self and like show up fully in you, in like who you really are. And it's sort of like, Hey world, this is me. Like, hello. (laughs) Yeah. Well, firstly, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's very kind. Um, I have a hundred percent felt the pressure to do things in the way that others do them. It's very tempting to gravitate to that when we see someone else who's, you know, happy and aligned and successful and we're drawn to their energy because they are magnetic, right? Yeah. But, uh, they got to that place by tapping into their own essence, not someone else's. And so that's what I always try to remember. Um, and then I also really try to focus on the fact that in my business and in my life, it's going to feel the best when I'm showing up as myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, it's been a combination of things that have really helped me uh, ground into my authentic self. Um, Again, as I mentioned before, just working with a mentor and being attuned to the Reiki energy actually was very, very healing. Like it just kind of helps you shed layers that you no longer need, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as beliefs and attachments, you know, that um, we often hold on to to keep us comfortable and small, (laughs) to be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, and this isn't by no means a recommendation, but I went through a few dark nights of the soul last year, (laughs) which are never fun. But if you've been through one, you know, that after you kind of come out the other side, um, you get so much clarity and connection, you know, to yourself, your heart, your soul, Mm. and probably the most important thing that I would want to share with anyone that's listening, um, as cliche again, as it might sound is to just trust the timing of your own journey. You know, it's, I know it can be hard. I struggle with that a lot because I would see other people that, you know, seem to be moving at a faster rate than me and Mm -hmm. be growing, you know, all that stuff, the comparison game, which is Mm -hmm. again, something you don't want to do. Um, but yeah, just do things your way show up in a way that feels full of ease and alignment and authentic to you. Cause that's going to keep you so grounded and just remember that no one is going to be able to embody your essence, but you, and that's mm. the most beautiful thing you can offer your clients, right. Or anyone in your life. 
Yeah, I love that. I feel like that was like that whole message was like a warm hug and like exactly Aww. what I needed to hear. <laughs> um, it's so true. Like, you know, really getting out of that comparison game and really showing up as yourself because at the end of the day, like that's what people want from you. It's like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's you. And I think that's such a easy like way to sort of see things and also like kind of boil down to the key message because sometimes it can feel so tempting to want to do things different ways. Um, but really remembering yeah. like, your people just want to see you and the easiest thing you can do is just be you. And it just is like yeah. way easier for everybody when you're just yourself and, you know, just sort of that reminder to, to do that. And kind of also like, you know, giving, you know, the listeners like the permission to just like be yourself and like, that's good as is, and you don't have to be anything else but yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing I love most about learning and working with energy is just yeah. realizing how, powerful it is because when you're being your authentic self right you're literally attracting people um with your energy yeah so yeah totally beautiful thing yeah it's really exciting when you think about that like that sort of like being really like magnetic in the true definition where you're like you're pulling things in um because of how you are it's so it's like I love listening and like learning from like things from the energetic perspective because it's so fascinating because it's like it's just, it's like almost like a little game. <laughs> it is. I agree. It's, it's so fun to be an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, as I like to call it mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. day and age. Cause yeah, we have so many cool things and tools to work with in the realm of energy and manifestation and magnetism and all that good stuff. Totally. Totally. So I want to pivot yeah. a little bit and chat about mm-hmm. your conscious empire. Cause you are one of my students and I want to yes. kind of touch on that really quickly. Of so course. before you joined, what what was like your biggest roadblock holding you back in your business or what did you feel really stuck on? I think the biggest thing for me was fear. <laughs> Money was a part of it too, but fear was the biggest one, like fear of failure, um, fear of change and fear of being seen were definitely like the top three things I think holding me back. So I had to do a lot of work to, get through that. And, you know, it's, again, it took some time and it was never linear, linear, you know, Mm -hmm. the path is never linear when we're doing the work. Um, but yeah, that was for sure the biggest thing holding me back. Even when I had no other perceived roadblocks, you know, even when I was ready, um, on paper, Mm -hmm. I was still pretty scared. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And I appreciate you sharing that because I feel like whenever we're up leveling, there's always fear. Like I'm, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm really like scared slash nervous about my book coming out, even though I'm really excited for it. And I'm like, already wrote it, but it's like, I'm like nervous about it. (laughs) Totally. You've talked about that. I think too, with like, um, reaching a new, like, it's like your ceiling, I think. Oh yeah. yeah, Right term. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah, you're going to, we're going to have to break through different levels, right? Mm -hmm. Different heights. And each time I think it's going to feel a little uncomfortable, but it's all part of the process. For sure. For sure. So one of the wins that you posted in the group while we were doing the course last spring live was that you had already booked four clients while the class was still in session, which is like a great win. Um, Mm -hmm. and really fast too. So what do you feel like when you were like working with those clients and you're like using your intuitive gifts, sort of like the, for the first time in a business setting where you were like, you know, really stepping into the work that you were born to do. What did that feel like? Yes, it felt amazing, like almost surreal. And I just remember being so grateful for you and your course, especially at that time, because I, 
I'm a very like feminine energy type of person. So having your support and guidance as well as just like that almost like the masculine container of the course, um, it just uh, felt very aligned and it felt like things were flowing very naturally for me. And I just felt ready. You know, I had reached that point where I'm like, okay, this is it. (laughs) I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that point when things start to flow is like really awesome because it's like you know you're like kind of like on the right path like the the signs of flow being that's something I'm really trying to look for in my life is like obviously there's things that require work but it's like when you're when you're in it and it's flowing you're like okay this is like the right path and when it's like really bad and resistant you're like okay this is like the wrong path and sometimes just like trusting those two different energies and like knowing that like flow is good (laughs) yeah yeah it's magical feeling ever and that's that's what I felt at that time I'm for sure. I love that. I love that. And what was like the tipping point in your life where you decided to go for it? Was there like a certain moment or a feeling that ignited you into action where you were like, yes, I want to like build a business. This is like the thing I want to do. Yeah, I think there definitely was. Um, and it was almost like a building of momentum. Again, I think last year, 2020 was just really powerful. Um, I remember my plan was to kind of stay working casually as a nurse and then, you know, build my business up. But I think just with everything that happened and kind of how everything moved online last year, that actually gave me a a pretty big push to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. I felt like I had the tools again with your course. It was super helpful. Um, And I had, you know, just done my Reiki level two and, it was again, just a really big intuitive hit where I felt it in my entire body. And I just knew that I couldn't really put it off any longer, you know, everything kind of lined up and it, it doesn't always happen that way, like neatly, but that feeling where you, you know, you just know it to your core, like deep in your bones. I feel like everyone experiences that when you kind of reach that tipping point where you just know you have to go for it. Mm -hmm. yeah I love the way you describe that because it totally is this feeling like in your bones of like yeah I have to go for it this is like my window of opportunity like it's like this feeling and it's hard to put into words Uh, you've done a very good job of articulating it but it's like (laughs) it totally is this like this is my time like I it's time for me to move on and it's like this like it's like this deep knowingness or like time to like progress or take the next step or like do this thing um but yeah, it yeah. comes to this like feeling that's like almost hard to ignore. Exactly. And that's, that's what I love about, again, working with energy and just helping or supporting people to get more in touch with their intuition is because then you'll be better able to recognize these feelings in your body and understand them. You know, I think previously I might've thought I was having an anxiety attack or something, <laughs> but it was mm. just instead, like I recognize it as a deep knowing that it was time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what has been the most helpful thing for you inside of your conscious empire? I think there's a couple of things. So the first one that comes to mind is that I just love how you talk a lot about um, or encouraging people who are taking the course to focus on things like mindset, um, owning their unique gifts and worthiness, because not being grounded in those things can really hold you back. So I'm really glad that you focus on that. And, you know, it's kind of at the beginning where, you know, doubts are bound to come up. So I found that super supportive. 
Um, and as I mentioned, I also really appreciated the, like the step-by-step -step guides for things like booking calendars and payment options. And yeah, it was just so easy to use and gave me really, um, solid tools to start my business. Awesome. Well, that's what I love to hear. And you've done a great yeah. job of building things out and, you know, creating truly like a business that grooves with your soul. So I'm always, I'm very oh. proud of the work that you've built and I'm always Thank stoked you. to have star students on the podcast and share. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for creating this course. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I'd like to get into some sort of closing Q and A and then at the end we can kind of get into It'd be really fun if you could do like a little channeled message, um, and yeah. see what, see what we have to share for the, or see what you have to share. It's not me channeling the message, it's you, <laughs> <laughs> what you have to share with the, um, with the listeners. But before yeah. we kind of do that, I want to read off another amazing thing that you share on your Instagram. I was literally reading this quote and I was like, somebody needs to get this girl a book deal stat. Like your writing is so oh good <laughs> and Thank so you. profound. And it just feels like. Sometimes people, you have such, you have such a gift for this where you can write and it's like, I feel like I like feel it in my soul when I read your words and it just like, oh my gosh, it just like Thank gets you. to me and I'm like, yes, this is like, this is it's like, she's writing this for me. Like she knows. So you I totally have, that. you totally have that gift. Thank you so much. Of course. Of course. So I'm going to read this off. Cause I feel like this is kind of mm -hmm. like a good thing to like, I feel like this like recaps everything that we talked about and kind of leads us right into closing Q&A. So you yeah. start off with a quote from Brene Brown. You're going to know failure if you're brave with your life. Does this quote resonate with you? If the answer is yes, if you want something more from life beyond what is supposed to bring you happiness, you're not alone. I used to play it quite safe when it came to my life. In my early 20s, I pictured myself getting married by 30, steadily advancing in my nursing career, buying a home, and taking yearly vacations to make sure I was getting a chance to enjoy life every now and then. Once I had all of this, I assumed I would be happy and fulfilled, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting or having those things that I listed above if they bring, if they truly bring you happiness. Personally, as I get older and started to cultivate a deeper relationship with self, I found myself craving a different way of living, a more intuitive, flexible existence that could ebb and flow as I did. I still want some of the traditional things in life, but I now know that nothing has to be on a timeline. Everyone's life is on such a different trajectory. It's impossible to expect that we will that we will, that we, <laughs> it's impossible to expect that we will all follow the same path and structure. And actually it is the most beautiful thing when we even allow our lives to unfold as organically as we can and use our intuition as a guiding light. So if you find yourself wanting to take the road less traveled and create a life that's tailored to who you are and what you want, know that you absolutely can. Be brave. Listen to the call of your soul. Things might not turn out exactly how you expected, but they will be more magnificent and amazing than you could ever dream possible. That is so beautiful. <laughs> that last line makes me like want to cry. It's so beautiful. Aww. Thank you. And thank you for reading all that. I know it was a long one. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. I feel like this is so beautiful. I really feel like it captures what we were talking about in this episode and kind of just, you know, like leaning into leaning into your intuition and using it really as a guiding light and knowing it's okay if you kind of get off the path because you're going to get on the right path that's meant for you um, and your journey yeah. is individual to you and trusting that. So I feel like it really encompasses everything that, you know, we were talking about in this episode. Absolutely, yeah. It was one of my, I would say it's one of my favorite posts I think that I've made. It just felt so authentic and flowed through me and I was like, I need to share this. Yeah, totally, totally. So... 
For the person who's listening and kind of wants to tap into their own intuitive gifts, but is like nervous to like publicly own them and, and, you know, share them, what would you say to that person? I would say, that's a very good question. (laughs) I would say just start small. You know, again, it doesn't have to be this big thing where you create a business Instagram account or, you know, create a website, but I think it's just taking small steps and getting comfortable with sharing your intuition, whether it's in a conversation with someone in your life or, you know, even over a text message, it's just, it's like sharing your authentic truth. I think once you learn to tap into that and you get that helps you get more comfortable in sharing it and even tapping into it, you know, there's always room for it to deepen and grow the more you use it. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I'd love if we could do some sort of like channel message or any kind of insight that you have, or if you want to do like a little Reiki session for the listeners, anything that you feel most called to and whatever yeah, would serve sure. the <laughs> listeners in the best and highest good of all involved. Yes, absolutely. So I'm feeling called to do a channeled message. Cool. Um, so you can always edit this part up, but I'm going <laughs> to do, I'll do a little grounding process and I really just like to do that. And I invite anyone who's listening to do that as well. And we'll just take a deep breath and ground into our heart space. Okay, so what's coming through for me for this is just for who anyone who's listening to this right now is, again, and this this touches on what we talked about, Kelly, throughout the entire episode is the magic of being yourself. You know, um, we're not just human beings, we are souls in physical bodies that have incarnated on this earth for a reason and a purpose. And You don't have to stress about figuring out what that purpose is, but it is your duty to live life as authentically and lovingly as you can, you know, and the more love that you're able to cultivate for yourself, the more you'll be able to share that with others. And that just feels like it's really important right now uh, for our world as a whole. You know, it feels like we're, on the verge of creating, or we've already started creating actually almost like a new earth. And for anyone that's listening, all the light workers, star seeds, intuitives, anyone who wants to make a difference and help create this new earth, that's the message that's coming through. It's just really be your authentic self and connect to the energy of love as much as you can every day. Mm, I love that. Mm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And such it per- puts on a perfect bow on everything we talked about today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Zakia. Do you want to share how people can hire you for Reiki healings or intuitive readings and where they can go to do that? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. If anyone wants to connect, I am on Instagram. So it's just my full name at Zakia Lalani. Or you can check out my website, www.zakialalani.com. 
Perfect, yay. And I'll put all the links in the show notes as well so you can go click on those in an easy way. And Wonderful. yeah, thank you so much. This was such a, <laughs> it was such a pleasure. And this was so, I feel like this was like such like a ray of light in my, like literally my whole week. Aww. And I feel like talking to you, it just feels like such a breath of fresh air and you just have such this amazing energy. And yeah, I just, I loved chatting with you for the hour. This was so fun. Thank you so much, Kelly. I had a great time too. And I love that you're supporting so many people to, you know, create their businesses and bring more light into the world too. Oh, it's awesome. Thank you. I so appreciate that. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the show for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you loved it. I have attached all the things we talked about today in this episode down in the show notes as well for easy access. And last but not least, if you did want to join your conscious empire this year while the doors are open, you can join up until tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So doors close tomorrow at 4 p.m. And I only do this course once a year and it includes 12 weeks of Q&A and coaching with me. Uh, And if it calls to you and it speaks to you and you want to build a digital business based on your genius and you want to sell one-on-one services and online courses, I'd absolutely love to support you on your journey. So you can find the details and you can come join us this year at kellytrack.com slash courses for all the deets. All right, my friends, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you back here soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.